the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, we had a crash on uh, 670 this morning. A stolen car crashed into a dump truck. Uh, We will, I'm sure, later find out that these were teens who had stolen a car before. There's absolutely zero doubt about that. So it was a dump truck crash, not a uh, not a train wreck. But we had a train wreck when Joe Biden spoke at the Air Force Academy uh, late last week. Uh, the president uh, fell, leaving the stage. Now he said that he tripped over a sandbag, which is a nice try. But the way that he went down, he looked really old. He is really old. And just a reminder, he's only a little bit past half of his first term. The Democratic Party would tell you that he deserves a second term, that his accomplishments merit a second term, and that he is uh, robust and uh, for no physical reason should be considered uh, unable to serve a second term. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, the Democratic Party brings Jamie Raskin out to make the case, who is himself battling a very, very difficult battle with cancer. But here's Jamie Raskin on the Sunday news shows talking about, sure, Joe Biden fell, but nothing to see here. I think that Joe Biden rightly says that he has grown very wise in his many decades in public office. And I respect that. So I think that he deserves to be judged by the results of his administration and what he's gotten done in terms of a bipartisan Mm. infrastructure uh, law, the Inflation Reduction Act, lowering prescription drug prices. I mean, really, that's what should matter to us as the people. Well, there's a difference between being old and being wise. A huge difference, okay? So Joe Biden, just because he's 82, is not wise. Age does not make you wise. Age makes you old. And he looks older and older and older every time he falls. And I had a mom who struggled with her balance. And once she started falling, she fell more often. Is this not the common occurrence among older people that once they start to fall, they fall more often? Joe Biden will fall again. He will. It is impossible for them to remove every impediment unless they amputate his feet and his shoestrings because he will fall. Now, I know the Democrats say, ah, Gerald Ford fell all the time. Gerald Ford didn't fall all the time. Gerald Ford, when he fell, was in his early 60s and got right up. And to equate 82-year-old Joe Biden, who fell off his bike, who fell up the stairs, and who fell again at the Air Force Academy, 
to Gerald Ford is ridiculous because Gerald Ford might have been the best athlete we ever had as a president in that he was an All-American football player at the University of Michigan. I'm sure Joe Biden was an All-American football player somewhere in his own mind. But Biden is unfit on every metric you want to look at. Jamie Raskin's like, oh, you know, you ought to talk about his accomplishments. What accomplishments? We'll talk at 1230 today with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management. I've got some numbers on real wages, which Joe Biden always says are up. Bureau of Labor Statistics, what do they say? Mm, I'll share that information with you when I talk with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management at 1230 today. The reason why Biden continues to lead on the Democratic side of the aisle is because, pretty simple, they don't have anybody else. Right? They don't have anybody else. Nobody else is really running who has a reasonable current political resume. RFK is running. He's at 20%. RFK. And RFK, I'm sure, is in good health. But the problem with RFK, if RFK's voice was not compromised in some way, whatever his malady is that has compromised his voice, cognitively, RFK is a super sharp guy. He's an environmental lawyer. He was on top of COVID. He called it early. He's a square shooter on COVID. I'm sure I don't share many of his policies, including the fact that he's probably pro-abortion. But here's the problem with RFK being the alternative to Joe Biden, is that while Biden is infirm, and anybody can see it from the way he stumbles and bumbles and, you know, tiny steps his way upstairs and down and inevitably onto all fours, uh, RFK doesn't sound as robust given his voice issues. Asking President Biden to prepare for that debate by, you know, staying in the White House and not really being out in the campaign trail is like asking a prize fighter to, uh, to prepare for the big bout by sitting on the couch and eating Chick-fil-A. Uh, it's not, you know, he needs to be on his toes and, uh, and I, you know, if he's going to beat the Republican. So there's RFK making the case that if Joe Biden's going to go against whoever the Republican nominee is, that Joe Biden needs reps, he needs to be thinking on his feet, he needs to be practicing, he needs to be debating. Of course, the Democratic Party's not going to let Joe Biden debate. I really think the reason they won't let Joe Biden debate is not that they're afraid he will fall and not afraid that he will stumble and bumble around as he has a bunch of times before. Both of those are very real threats. I think the reason why they won't let him debate is because assuming they actually share with him the contents of the most secret, vital information to the United States of America in his daily security briefing, I think their biggest fear is that he'll get out there on stage And he'll say something that is top secret that could compromise us from a national security perspective. I have my doubts whether they actually share with him the most sensitive information. With Trump, they might have withheld it because they were afraid, you know, Trump's evil orange man bad. With Biden, he literally is the personification of the cliche loose lips sink ships. He is. But they have no one else, and they are doing to the field, whether it's J.B. Pritzker, the Illinois governor, Gavin Newsom, Governor Hairgel from California, or Gretchen Whitmer, the wicked Whitmer of the West. 
they're stacking the deck in favor of Joe Biden just the way they stacked the deck against Bernie Sanders and just the way they stacked the deck against Hillary Clinton. When Hillary Clinton was the nominee instead of Sanders and when Obama was the nominee instead of Hillary. This is a long-standing Democratic tradition. They are stacking the deck to get their preferred candidate out there. They're not even going to make Joe Biden debate because they know he can't. But what they can't do, unless they reenact the movie Dave, and I urge you to uh, look up the movie Dave on YouTube, it's a story of an American president who has a stroke and his chief of staff wants to run the country, and so they find a shop owner who is a virtual dead ringer for the president, and they install the shop owner as president until the president can quote-unquote recover, although he's never going to recover, and the chief of staff knows this. And everything is fine until the shop owner decides, hey, I'm the president, and if I say something out in public and the news media reports it, then that caused a lot of problems for the people who are behind the scenes with their hand figuratively up my back trying to puppeteer me as president of the country. It's amazing how art imitates life, isn't it? So Biden falling is a problem that will not go away. It will not go away because he's going to keep falling. How are they going to keep him out of the public eye? He's never going to speak in public again. He's never going to do anything on camera again. I do admit that I relish the thought of his handlers cowering just out of camera view while they watch Joe Biden. Oh, he's not going to fall, is he? Oh, he's not going to say anything. Oh, he's not. Oh, oh. You know they're standing there like, oh, my God, he's dodged a bullet today. Oh, when's the next time we have to put him out there? Oh, my God. Can we really do this for two more years, let alone six more years? How are we going to get through a campaign with this doddering old fool? Yep, they're thinking about it every second. So now that we uh, dissected uh, Humpty Dumpty Biden's uh, latest pratfall, and you say, wow, it's really mean to make fun of an old man falling down. I don't make fun of old men falling down when they don't hold the fate of the free world in their hand and when their handlers aren't telling us that they are so robust the handlers themselves can't keep up with them. Yes, I will point out that Joe Biden is infirm mentally and physically, because our safety and our sovereignty as a nation depends on it. But as for a random 80-year-old, no, I will help them cross the street. I will open their garage door. I will help them with their groceries. The funny thing about Biden's fall is, so he falls and everybody's talking about how old he is and how infirm he is. And so they decide, oh, let's go show him how virile the president is. Let's have him go out and play golf. So he goes out and plays golf yesterday. Have you seen video of the man's golf? <laughs> Look, I golf. I'm not anywhere close. I'm decades, multiple decades away from his age. If at his age I can only swing the golf club like he does and only hit the ball as far as he does, 
then the only time you should ever play golf is on senior day when you're not holding up everyone else. In order, in an effort to have him look like he's really robust and really with it, then walk. Carry your own clubs. Don't get in a golf cart, drive up, hit the ball 30 yards, get back, and you're like, okay, where'd it go? Ridiculous. But I'm also offended by the direction of the Republican Party. One of the candidates for president on the Republican side of the ticket is former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. Oh, Nikki Haley, she had a big town hall last night on CNN. Were you among the three people that watched it? Nikki Haley is doing what it appears to me everyone in the mainstream media is doing and all the other Republican candidates are doing, which is, for some odd reason, have you noticed who they're all training their fire on, who they all have their bullseyes centered on? Now, you would think if you were dropped into some universe where common sense reigned, that they would all be training their fire on the person who's out in front in the polls by, oh, I don't know, 40 points. But no, Nikki Haley and all the mainstream media, they're all writing about how dangerous and talking about how dangerous Ron DeSantis is. Why is that? Because they're right. Because he is dangerous. Because Ron DeSantis has gotten things done in Florida that we would like to see, those of us on the conservative aisle side of the aisle, we would like to see done nationally. He's cut taxes. He's converted independents. And a lot of Democrats. He has enacted universal school choice. Oh, but he's also weaponized the government against Disney. Oh, 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 oh. Here's Nikki Haley last night. She thinks she's got Ron DeSantis in the crosshair. She's getting ready to pull the trigger. Oh, you're going to shoot Ron DeSantis with a Disney criticism. Is that what she's really doing here? Listen. So here you have DeSantis, who accepted 50000 in political contributions from Disney. He went and put their executives and their lobbyists on prominent boards throughout Florida. And he went and basically gave the highest corporate subsidies in Florida history to Disney. But because they went and criticized him, now he's going to spend taxpayer dollars on a lawsuit. It's just like all this vendetta stuff. We've been down that road again. We can't go down that. I, businesses were my partners in South Carolina. We didn't always get along. And I, you know, luckily, South Carolina is very anti-woke. But when you have a... Luckily, South Carolina is very anti-woke. You were the governor. You didn't have a role in that? It was just all random luck that South Carolina's anti-woke? Now, as for her assault on Ron DeSantis, he accepted, did you notice she said that? Accepted $50,000 from Disney. You want to bet that Disney didn't give as much or more to the Democratic candidate? Would you turn down money from somebody? 50000 from Disney. Does that sound like a big contribution from Disney? Did it say he solicited $50,000 from Disney? No, she did not say that. He accepted it. And then he put executives and lobbyists on boards. Blah, no proof of that. Gave the highest corporate subsidy in history to Disney. I think that's been in place since Walt Disney World was given its special tax dispensation. Which brings us to the point of Nikki Haley's attack. So she's talking about Ron DeSantis spending taxpayer money on a lawsuit against Disney. Why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? 
Oh, right. Because Disney admitted that they have a not-so-secret gay agenda that they're trying to cram down the throats of children and indoctrinate them against the wishes of Florida parents. And so Ron DeSantis took the power he had as governor of Florida, and he leveraged it legally to take away Disney's special taxing district. Did Universal Studios have that special taxing district? Did SeaWorld have that special taxing district? No, they did not. So Ron DeSantis is making Disney play by everyone's rules, right? And oh, isn't it interesting, Nikki Haley, that according to you, Ron DeSantis took money from Disney, then put Disney people on boards and uh, other entities, and then he went after Disney anyway. Oh, you mean Ron DeSantis took political contributions from an entity, but when that entity got out of line, he didn't look the other way and say, well, I can't go after him because after all, they gave me money. After all, I got a lot of friends from Disney. I put them on boards. That seems to me not to be a criticism. That seems to me to be an attribute that I would like in an elected official, somebody who's not beholden to the executives and the lobbyists who clearly give money to everyone in an attempt to do what, Nikki Haley? Insulate themselves from accountability. Looks to me like in the state of Florida, giving money to the governor doesn't keep the governor from coming after you when you go after kids. I like a governor like that. I'd like a president like that. I don't need... Somebody like you who was governor, who in talking about your own state doesn't take credit, can't cite any policy that you enacted in South Carolina about why the state is anti-woke. No, you just say, luckily, it's anti-woke. So nothing you had to do with it. Do I need to go down the whole long list of accomplishments that Ron DeSantis has achieved in the state of Florida to bring to bear what he says all the time, which is Florida is where woke goes to die. Yeah. Florida is also where a lot of people from New York are moving because they like the fact that that is where woke goes to die. They like the fact that Ron DeSantis has dealt a death blow to woke on Disney's million-acre campus and everywhere else. So keep on talking, Nikki Haley. The longer you talk, the better you make Ron DeSantis sound. And the more she attacks him and Chris Christie attacks him and Trump attacks him, the more I ask, why are they so afraid of a guy who's 40 points down in the polls? Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.